Hello, it's Kikemura and KG here, Dr. Kikemura and KG. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm here again and it's going to be another exciting subject. I hope you do enjoy it. Firstly, I do want to apologise that the last podcast was late. I do intend to upload a podcast every Wednesday at 1pm and will look to being more consistent going forward. So thanks for your understanding. Today I'll be talking about the debt cycles. The debt cycles. Now you may wonder, why am I talking about the debt cycles? Well, it's because it's something that I feel needs to be talked about because we don't hear enough of it. So what is debt? Well, I just went on Google and according to Wikipedia, debt is money owed by one party, the borrower or debtor, to a second party, the lender or creditor. The borrower may be a sovereign state or country, local government, company or an individual. The lender may be a bank, credit card company, payday loan provider, business or an individual. Debt is generally subject to contractual terms regarding the amount and timing of repayment or principal and interest. So that that's very, very clear on what debt is. In layman's terms, debt means that you didn't have money, you went to someone or an institution and you asked for money, they gave you the money based on certain terms and conditions, you took it and now you've got to pay back under those terms and conditions that the lender requires. So before I go any further, disclaimer, I am not a financial expert or advisor, neither do I claim to be one. The examples I use are provided for general information purposes only to illustrate my point and their use does not constitute any advice of any sort, whether financial or otherwise. So, according to me, what is debt? Well, (laughs) debt is suffocating and overwhelming. Debt is rather easy to access. I remember that up until uni, I had managed to owe no debt. That's right, I didn't owe anyone a dime. I did have a small overdraft, thinking about it, I did have a small overdraft of about 300 or 200 bouts, which I always had to pay back because the interest rates were quite stifling. And anyway, I did pay them back because I didn't want to accrue too much interest anyway. So I was not really owing anyone any money. And my plan was to stay that way, not owing anyone any money. Until my younger sister, who happens to work in a bank, was saying to me that that's not possible. Because if in future I was thinking of getting a mortgage, say for instance, I wouldn't be able to get one because financial providers wouldn't have been able to sort of see my financial habits. So they wouldn't know whether or not I was a good risk or a bad risk. So in order order for me to have a financial profile, it made sense for me to get some credit. At the time, I did not have the financial awareness that I do now. So what seemed logical to me was to go and get some credit. And I remember taking some, it was either a loan I took out or a credit card. Um, Actually, it may have been a credit card. It may have been a credit card. I think it was a mint card or an egg card because they were the rave back then. So I took one of those. So I started to build up a credit history for myself by just making a small expense here and paying it back. And I was really on top of it. I was really on top of it. And then I decided to do my master's. I worked for quite a few months, I think about eight or nine months. I was still living at home. And during that period, I saved over £4,000. But I spent some money because I travelled to New York for my friend's, a very good friend's wedding. So over £1,000 went towards that, you know, travel costs and wedding costs and that sort of thing. So it went towards that. So I had about four grand that I used towards my master's. And I think I may have taken like not 
not a student loan, but probably a personal loan just to sort of help with um, paying for my master's at the time. So anyway, here's me who had no debt. Now I was in a position where I did have debt. So I joined the club, the club of debtors. Another thing that debt means to me is bondage. Really, it is bondage. It's it's just that its shackles are very, very tight. Anyway, I just find debt totally frustrating because it doesn't give you the freedom to do what you really want to do. Because when you have so much debt that you're paying off and there are just so many plans that you have that you want to make, you're not able to actually do them yet because each month you have little or nothing left to follow your dreams. It's either getting a second job, which is really, really tough, because I know that for some jobs, you're not even allowed to get a second job because you've got to work the, is it the 37 hours European law, whatever it says. I'm not clear on that, but I know that there are some stipulations for some workplaces where you cannot work over 37 hours or so. Somehow, I who planned to be financially free had somehow become trapped in it. So following on from the loan and credit cards that I had, which were quite small, which I was in control of, I also took out money to pay for our wedding. And you know, weddings are not cheap. Big mistake. The loan that is not the wedding. Um, it took us over six years to pay back the loan for the wedding. It took a very long time. And even to get to that point of clearing it required a lot of sacrifice, such as no holidays, uh, there was no eating out, fine dining, there was no spa treatment, so no me pampering myself, there was none of that. We chose to do this, like to pay the price, no matter how difficult it was, just to free ourselves from debt, to free ourselves from debt's shackles. To date, thankfully, we haven't any loans, we haven't any credit cards, we completely destroyed all our credit cards. So in a sense, we're free from debt shackles. The only debt we currently have is for our mortgage. And the plan is that hopefully, um, as the value of property rises in the future and long term, it will offset the debt we owe. We're also reducing our debt by making our mortgage a repayment mortgage so that each month a little bit of the capital mortgage or the principal is cleared. I mean, it's not really a lot. It doesn't really start making an impact that is the repayment mortgage until the last few years of that of the mortgage, until the last few remaining years of the mortgage. That's when we begin to see uh, the repayment mortgage come into its own. But yes, we are clearing a little bit off each time. So that's good, good news for us anyway. So why am I talking about debt and in particular the debt cycle? It's because I know how easy it is to be indebted and I would like to share with you how not to get into debt or if you're already in debt and would like to get rid of it or to come out of it, steps you can take towards financial liberation. So first of all, we must ask ourselves, how does the debt cycle, how does it actually start off? Because it initially starts off as a little thing and then it just grows larger than life. So you buy this little thing or this item on a credit card here, you take out a loan for a holiday there, or you get a car loan for that new car. And before you know it, you're thousands of pounds in debt. And I've not even added student loans for those of you studying. How do we get into debt in the first place? If you're honest with yourself, just as I had to be honest with myself, 
It has to do with impatience, really, and wanting to enjoy the finer things of life now. So it's sort of like not delaying that gratification. It's sort of wanting to have it now rather than wait when we have the money to get that item. It's sort of impatience, really, because you think it's going to go out of fashion or you want to be cool. You know what it is. It's that basic instinct. It's that basic need of wanting to impress someone that causes us sometimes to go into debt. Or it just comes from a point of, well, the money's there. What's stopping me from not spending the money? It's there for the taking. So why shouldn't I spend it? Why shouldn't I spend it on that nice device? Why shouldn't I buy that gadget that I've wanted? It's all to do with wants, wants, wants. Now, it isn't a problem in itself. However, question, should the future be mortgaged in order to enjoy a holiday here, driving a nice car now, etc.? I know some someone may say you only live once, so enjoy yourself. True, you only live once, but what if you happen to live for a long, long time? at whose expense? Because life can be very long and hard when your resources are limited. So I say enjoy, but let it be out of what you can afford. For example, when you have loans, overdraft, store cards, credit cards, mortgage, car payments, all being taken from you each month, what's left in your account? What's left for you? There's really nothing. So it means that you have to borrow more just to stay afloat, or if you're lucky, go to bank of mum and dad. There's definitely a better way to live than that, I think. Don't you agree with me? How about if you scrutinise your finances and focus on the things you actually need, as opposed to the things that you want, and try focusing only on your needs and not want to get yourself out of debt? Like a surgeon, you must be able to go through your finances with precision so that you can start to find ways to gain control of your income and expenditure. If you're swimming in debt, then it means that you're working for your creditors, as your earnings will first be used to settle your creditors, leaving what's left if there's any to you. So in order to get out of debt, here are some things that you must consider. Here are some questions that you should ask yourself that you should actually consider. How much do you earn? How much do you spend on necessities such as rent, mortgage, utilities, food and drink, clothing and transportation, as these are your necessities? How much do you spend on debt repayment? So all your debts, whether it be your mortgage, your car loans, so all your debts, whether it be your car loans, your credit cards, your overdrafts, your store cards, put them all together. How much is it? Then what? what's left or are you in the negative? Whatever it is, just confront it and just face it because that's one of the best ways in gaining financial liberation. You being able to be honest with yourself. It doesn't have to be with anybody else, but with yourself. You being honest with yourself. If you cannot answer these few questions, then you need to take a log of your expenses. Do it over three to six months so you can understand your money management habits because you must know, you must know where the money's going because it is going somewhere. If you do know your income and outgoings and you have high debt repayments, then you may need to consider debt repayment strategies. Then you may need to consider debt repayment strategies such as 
reduce your spending on anything that is not a necessity so like i said before your necessities are your rent or your mortgage your food food and drink clothing if you need clothing because you may not need to buy clothing every month utilities transportation those are the things that are your necessities and you could also consider reducing your rent mortgage might be a bit tricky to do but your rent if you're renting um, get an accommodation that's cheaper or if you're single you're not married with a family why not rent a room somewhere and that and that way you're not paying any bills you're just paying for your board you know you're just paying for the accommodation so that could actually help you that could be something that you could consider another thing is is it possible for you to consolidate all your debts so if you've got credit cards store cards car loans or whatever it is is it possible for those debts for you to just take one loan and just pay it all off and then just have that single loan payment that you're making because it, it will do one of two things it would mean that you just got a single payment going out and also it would mean that you could have a lower interest rate thus reducing your overall amount of uh, monthly payments towards debt cut up all your credit cards cut up all your credit cards that will prevent you from spending on it from using it for payments or purchases you could consider partnering with someone like maybe a really good friend who's also wanting to sort of take the debt repayment head head on so you could partner with someone and be accountable to each other and make sure that you both stick to whatever debt repayment strategies you choose. It is possible to negotiate with your financial provider by asking if you could pay 50% or 75% of the debt immediately and have the rest written off. Sounds ludicrous I know but if you don't ask you don't get and you never know it just might work. Stick to whatever plan you decide. Stick to the plan and over time you should begin to see the results. As you begin to gain financial freedom, save up and invest your money. Over time, you may eventually be able to live off the proceeds of your investment. I know this has just been sort of a quick talk, the debt cycle, but I just felt that it was something that I needed to address. And I hope that someone out there has gained some something insightful something useful and I do hope that if you are looking at getting rid of your debt to the best of your ability I do wish you success in that. Thanks for listening and I hope to uh, have another chat with you next week. Thank you.